1: to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers, that's Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today we've got some great outdoor things going uh, all summer long that you can do. Right. Some places. We've got one in Stansbury Island, some local camping that's free, available for everyone, and super close. And then we're going to go a little bit farther out to Goblin Valley. Talk about some places that Ethan just recently explored that he he had never done before, and also a policy change that's coming up that you should be aware of.
0: Yes, yes. It's a big one. But first, let's talk about your camping trip. So you went just... And this is... Awesome, because you were not far from the city at all, but it probably felt like you were on another planet.
1: Yes, exactly. And I go, I'm not new to this place. I go here a lot.
0: And it was just, uh, you're just off of Stansbury Island, right? Yeah,
1: so you just take 80 from, um, you know, from downtown, take 80 all the way, and you go past the Saltaire And when you get to Morton Salt, you take that exit. Right. And you just follow this dirt road out there and you go to the west side of Stansbury Island so you're technically in Stansbury Bay but it's most of it's well a lot of it's dried up yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's totally open for camping having fires it's uh it's amazing and no one is out there i mean you'll see a couple tents or people parked off on the side a lot of RVs uh but you're never gonna be next to someone else. Yeah, that's I mean, if you nice. go and park next to someone else, they're gonna be like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "Go over there."
0: <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing about camping in the desert is one of the big features, at least for me, is the solitude. Yeah, and and that's tricky because when you're up in the when you're up in the mountains camping, it's a little easier to get that solitude because yeah. uh, other campers are gonna be blocked by trees. You've got a lot of valleys and things. You know, the right. the differences in terrain and and the and the all the trees are gonna Help you feel secluded even if you're not necessarily that far away from other people. But in the desert, you kind of got to pick a spot, Yeah, you know?
1: because it's just flat. It's just wide open. Yeah. Uh, and it's beautiful. I mean, you can see the, you know, the different layers of mountains, especially at sunset. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. got the best pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: the sunsets are great. You've mm-hmm. got Morton Salt out there. They've got their evaporation ponds. Was that a bother at all? Did you feel like... Uh, no,
1: not mm-hmm. at all. I mean, we could see it in the distance, but it, yeah, it didn't affect us at all. There's so much beauty out there, and that's just one little speck that, you know... Yeah. But it's not... It didn't really disrupt us at all. Yeah. Um, And the fact that it is so close. Like, we decided... Yeah. Saturday at about eleven a.m. that we wanted to go camping. We're like, okay, let's ju- let's just go out to. We call it the Salt Flats. It's not actually the Salt Flats. Yeah,
0: you still you still a little close for the Salt Flats. They're just uh, yeah. just a little bit further out, but
1: but they are salty flats. So. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's the same effect, just a smaller <laughs> yeah. little area, salty and flat. Um, what uh, what was the temperature like?
1: Temperature overnight? when we got out there, it was it, you know it was in this. 60s, 50s, sunny. It gets a little bit windy out there. Yeah. Um, and then it dropped down to I think 40 was the lowest it got.
0: Yeah, we had some cold nights down uh, where we were in Southern Utah because you know the desert cools off so quickly, mm-hmm. even in the summertime. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, right when the sun off. goes down. Yeah, you'll lose you'll lose 30 degrees, yeah. and uh, no problem. There's nothing there mm-hmm. to keep the heat around. But uh, yeah, it's that's a really really cool area. What mm-hmm. were I'm what were the stars like? Cause I actually had someone asking me. Uh, just yesterday, it was actually my doctor. I was getting a, a, a follow-up visit on something. Mm-hmm. And I'd mentioned the camping, how amazing it was to see all the stars, how how my kids were so into that. Because you don't see them here in the city yeah. it's quite as well. And so he wanted to give his kids that experience, ask where a good spot was, be, would be. And I thought about kind of the West it Desert. It is.
1: It's incredible.
0: Are you far enough away from the city, even just that far?
1: You are. And especially for the night that we went, for Saturday night, there was no moon.
0: Oh, so yeah. that really
1: helped, but even if there when there is a moon, you can see everything, yeah, and we recently got into photography, so we brought our camera out, and we're doing long exposure and It was really fun.
0: That moon coming up so late like that—it's that's another cool thing in the desert because I actually had this experience when when we were camping. We were camping also over the weekend.
1: There was a moon; it was just hidden down. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it came up at like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. I know that because I was still awake, freezing my butt off. But uh, but it was, and we had our dog with us, and so you know I was like really nervous about Mm -hmm. how everything was going to go. It was
1: hidden by the by Stansbury Island for until you know. I guess late, 2 late, 2 late. So. Yeah,
0: late, but when it comes up in the desert, when you got a nice full moon in mm-hmm. the desert, Oh, yeah. it lights yeah. it up like the sun. It's crazy. Yeah. You could suddenly see everything.
1: <laughs> um, awesome. So some activities that we brought out there to have a little bit, you know, more fun. Right. Uh, we had glow Frisbees because nice. you have so much open space. You can, you're not going to lose can, it. You can take up like a football field <laughs> of, well, you know, we had a group of close to 10 people out there. Um. So that was really fun, and then we brought out golf clubs and golf balls. Nice. And we were just hitting golf balls, and then we would go out. We had a dog too, so he would <laughs> he would actually bring back a lot of the golf balls. <laughs> but then we just went on a walk and collected them all. And you could actually walk out to the lake from there too, or the bay. Yeah, and that was really cool. I hadn't actually. I don't think I've ever been in, um, the Salt Lake, or any any of it at all.
0: But you got your. Did you get a? Get your feet wet a little bit in it,
1: yeah, we went up to uh I mean we walked pretty far out, but we were still only up to our ankles, yeah, so that provided a lot of cool pictures as well, looking like we were walking on water
0: yeah that would uh, yeah mm-hmm. that's uh that's the thing about the salt lake is you can walk a long ways yep. out there before mm-hmm. uh you get to any kind of real depth yeah uh well that's uh that's awesome, I love yeah. that uh glow in the dark frisbee idea, yeah, that's very very cool that
1: also provided uh some great. Long exposure pictures. Yeah,
0: I can mm-hmm. imagine. Well, that's a cool thing. I mean, the, people uh, people love the mountains, camping in the mountains. I do, too. That's great. But the experiences that you have in the desert are just so different, mm-hmm. so unique that you, you can't get them anywhere else. So. No, no. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I did some camping as well. Uh, we were down at Goblin Valley, among a couple of other places over the weekend. And I saw a part of Goblin Valley that I'd never seen before, and I learned— of a pretty significant policy change at goblin valley there it seems like a small rule change but i think it's going to have a huge impact on visitors to goblin valley so i don't know if it's going to be good or bad but you're definitely going to feel it the next time you go down there and we'll talk about it next welcome back to your utah i'm ethan millard taylor powers we're chatting about some of the things that we've done recently some of the great opportunities we're recommending to you uh taylor's got a great spot out near stansbury island which a lot of people i think a lot of people wouldn't guess is a great camping spot i think a lot of people would feel like they should keep driving yeah keep driving further up because they'll see the morton salt area and they'll know they're not super far from salt lake and they'll think nah this Mm -hmm. isn't a good spot yeah but it really is a really yeah. good spot. Just follow that Maybe I just rota. gave
1: away my secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're never going to be able to go back there again. It's going to be packed every time. But uh, so I had a, a really fun time. We, I went down with my kids. We went looking for the fossilized dinosaur poo, the coprolites. And, right. And uh, I'll tell you how all, all that went on the next episode. But I want to talk first a little bit about what we saw at Goblin Valley. Now Goblin Valley is divided into three smaller valleys, mm-hmm. and we had only ever been to the first and second valley. We'd never been to the third valley, and they, they line up. So the major observation deck, if you've ever been to Goblin Valley, the big observation deck overlooks the first valley, then you kind of walk through it to the second and then even further to the third. Very few people make it to the third valley, but it's not far. It's not far at all. This is a very compact space, but the the high temperatures and the total lack of shade kind of saps everybody's uh ambition.
1: yeah, their motivation kind of they hit the second valley, like, we've seen it all. all yeah, right. okay,
0: I get it, I get it. These <laughs> weird rock formations. let's get out of here. And when we got back to the third valley, I was shocked because it was a busy day at the park It was Easter weekend, mm-hmm. A lot of people. Parking lot was full. They were parking down on the road. And there was no one in that third valley. We were the only people back there. There weren't footprints. There weren't trails. And I felt like I was seeing Goblin Valley the way the whole thing used to look like Mm -hmm. before it became such a destination. Because, you know, the first valley, it's still beautiful. It's still amazing. But, you know, it's been vandalized. Mm -hmm. Uh, People knock over those rocks, climb on them. Uh, tamp down the mud quite a bit. It just gets a lot of traffic. The second valley, not so much, but still a lot of traffic. But that third valley, I mean, it was, I was really surprised that so few people seemed to go back there.
1: We're just giving away so many secrets. I know, Should we even release this? (laughs) Well, this is
0: still, well, it's still in the state park. I mean, you know, it's not like, it's not like undiscovered country. I was just really surprised. Mm -hmm. So if you go back there, uh, you know, Respect it. It's an opportunity to kind of respect the park again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of see it in a a little bit of a new light. And also, there's not an established trail going back there. I think a lot of people, they're attracted to that first valley because it's the easiest. You don't have to go far. And then there are a few trails that will take you back around to the Goblin's Lair. Mm -hmm. And so people naturally gravitate to the trails, they feel like they're going somewhere. And so drifting to the Third Valley still is just a, a rare, rare, rare occurrence.
1: So for me, someone who's never been to Goblin Valley, and frankly, I don't know much about it, mm-hmm. what is – is it just hiking or and the views kind of like
0: – Yeah, that's basically it. So you've got uh, a few hiking trails. What it is is it's an area that the the rocks have been eroded in a very unique way. And you can kind of see the effect throughout the region, mm-hmm. but it's most pronounced and most astonishing right there in that Goblin Valley area. A specific kind of erosion, a specific kind of rock. And mm-hmm. you can learn the history about it. It's very, very cool. So that's the primary thing is walking in and around these sculptures, yeah. for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. And they are just endless uh, they do have a few other trails out to some special places. There's a place called the Goblin's Lair, which is this cavern that you go down into. It was really amazing. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. And uh, they have some established camping spots you can reserve. They have yurts you oh. can reserve if you're not interested in you know, camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a disc golf course, oh, which I know right. you, yeah. would, uh, you would embrace. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of it. There is no shade there's a little pavilion at an overlook where you can kind of eat lunch and get in some shade.
1: Mm-hmm. But other
0: than that, there's not a tree to be found.
1: So bring an umbrella.
0: And bring tons and tons and tons of water. Because and sunscreen. It, it's sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, and lots of sunscreen. Because it's the kind of experience where you're there. It's a really stripped-down park. That's kind of what I like about it. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to make it something it's not. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to add on to the natural beauty. Uh, the disc golf course is as improved as it gets. Mm-hmm. There, you know what I mean. That's yeah. it's the only thing that's there that would possibly take your interest away from the geology. So it's very cool. yeah, it's it's very very fun. But let me tell you about the the change in policy. Right. So at the overlook, which is kind of where you begin, you drive up. There's a little parking area, and that's where you drop down into the first valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a bunch of picnic tables and garbage cans. They're taking away the garbage cans. And the whole park, including the overlook, is going to be pack in and pack out, which means you're going to have to take your own garbage out. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a big deal because yeah. a lot of people bring lunch and sometimes even elaborate lunches. I mean, yeah. we, we there was a family there over the weekend when we were hanging out up there and they would brought a crock pot <laughs> and like they were making barbecued sandwiches and. I mean, some people really lay out a full-on spread. Mm -hmm. So that might throw a kink in your plans if you know you've got to carry everything out with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't have garbage bags as part of their camping or even just hiking, you know, the stuff that they normally take.
0: Yeah, so they're going for a much, much more rugged kind of feel. Yeah. I don't know what their motivation is. I don't know if they're trying to cut costs because it didn't seem like there was a lot of litter around. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like there was a problem with the garbage can. So they may just be wanting to kind of make it even a little more primitive, save even a little bit more money. Maybe they had to cut off – cut a staff member or two. I don't know. but
1: Well, hopefully people – there's not more litter and people respect it. And yeah just deal with their trash.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's a, you know, it's an opportunity if you go out there, it's an opportunity to throw a few pieces of other people's trash into your garbage bag if yeah. you, you, know, if you find it. So, mm-hmm. if you're going to Goblin Valley, take a garbage bag. Yes, yes. And that's uh You should
1: really bring a bring a garbage bag if you're going camping anywhere. Yeah. Good habit to have.
0: So, there you go, Goblin Valley. That's it. Come! It came through for us again. We had another great weekend there. Very cool.
1: All right. Well, there you have it. Two great kind of well-kept secrets. Don't,
0: uh, don't tell anyone. Don't no one tell, tell anyone.
1: anyone. <laughs> Unless you're telling them to listen to your YouTube. Then that's it's right, fine. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Get out there and enjoy your YouTube